solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 26 The Cave. Okay, welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex. And I'm Joey. And this, and is, this is Potter, Potter Watch. Watch. <laughs> Gotta love that Zoom sync. Does it ever work out like when you. Uh... Yes, but it mutes one person if we do it exactly right. Like it mutes the other. Yeah. (laughs) That's lame. (laughs) But we know in our heart. We know that that means that we did it perfectly. So. Yeah. Um, We have Dr. Posner back. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Or Um, Healer Posner. (laughs) What? I said, or Healer Posner. Healer Posner. I like that. I really, actually, I really like that. That's great. Why haven't we (laughs) thought of that before? I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. One of the, yeah, I don't want to be one of those mad, those mad men who like chopping people up. Although. Hmm. What? (laughs) What? What? I don't know. Well, let's just say I had a lot of fun during my anatomy classes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, Ron would say that's barbaric, uh, cutting people up. Uh, that's I mean, not what wizards. That's not wrong. It's for, not wrong. Uh, their healing. Sorry, I'm in a, I'm in a dark mood right now with because of the chapter and the state of the world. Oh, same. <laughs> uh, just for uh, the listeners out there, it is the Wednesday after election day. So that's just where we are in our head. Specifically 6.06 p.m. on the Wednesday after election day. So just imagine where you were at that point. It was about a month ago. And let that color the way you listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I was crying not 10 minutes before I got on this Zoom call. So uh, we're ready. (laughs) Um... And the night's not over yet. Oh, no. Nope. Not even close. Nope. Alrighty. We're, um, we are chapter uh, doing, <laughs> I forgot the chapter number and I just remembered the name. So why don't Wait. you introduce it, Molly? We are um, doing chapter 26, The Cave. Joey special requested this episode. So Joe, healer pause. Why don't you tell us why you wanted to be on this chapter in particular? Uh, well, it's I've come I've come to realize that this like when I last when I get, uh, was on this show for uh, for uh, in the fourth book, I said the fourth book was actually my favorite book, but I've since come to realize the sixth book is actually my has become my favorite book, and this is one of my absolute favorite chapters of this book. Because it is just, there's just so much of Dumbledore and Harry, uh, like, interacting, which you really don't get to see them in the field ever. Mm-hmm. And and this is just, like, the pinnacle of their relationship. And it's also, like, for me, like, the scariest chapter of the series. If not if not one of this, if not the scariest, one of the scariest. Music also, to my ears, Joey. I also just came to, like, 
I guess a reckoning with chapter with book six and like have really started to appreciate it in a whole new light this this read through on the pod um yeah I um I've gone on a journey this read through um and I was worried because six has always been like one of my favorites it used to be like six and three were my favorites and then I was Mm -hmm. like oh maybe when we get through to six I won't love six as much as I usually do and (laughs) this is just confirmed how much I love the sixth book there hasn't there been maybe like one chapter that I haven't done like really high points for but I just think it's such a good book in the series but four is now my second favorite to six for this read through beat out three so whoa whoa it was a big (laughs) choice for me I have a I have an issue with ranking things nobody asks me to do it but I feel the need to have a ranking in case someone asks that's fair that's fair (laughs) this book's in my top seven Mm, yeah (laughs) no I'd say I'd say it's definitely in my top seven too that's what I tell Alex (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, should we get into what we would rename this chapter? Does anyone want to go first? I'm actually really proud of mine. So can I go first? Yes. No, you should go last then. Oh yeah. Yeah. We would like to end with a big, with a big finale. I I should go first because I'm looking at my notes and realizing that I didn't write a name. (laughs) I, I had a hard time coming up with a name and I decided to go like weirdly biblical and I don't know why. (laughs) I think this chapter to me feels like kind of broad um, Mm -hmm. compared to some of the other chapters, even though it's like, obviously like a very specific thing is happening. Like the, the vibe feels very broad, I guess. But Mm -hmm. so my rename is um, the dead giveth and the dead taketh away. Ooh. I like that. Um, So that's my rename. Did that help you or hurt you, Alex? (laughs) Um... (laughs) Uh, okay, I just thought of one. It's very long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so my rename that I came up with before just now, obviously, <laughs> is imprints and shadows and all things left behind. Mm. I can't believe you just came up with that. Yeah, that's really good for on the fly. Oh, thank you. My, I like my haiku, so it goes with my haiku. I just had to reread my haiku to come up with my name, to be fair. Fair. All right, give it to us. All right, uh, Dumbledore's Apprentice. Oh, oh, yeah. So good. That's oh, so good. Dumbledore's Apprentice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Fitting. Yeah, because the water coming up. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. But in this case, instead of water, it's fire. Yes. Yeah. Very good. And like dead bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like this is like, Dumbledore like officially like passing the torch to Harry. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. 
but yeah no I definitely get feel that in this chapter too especially and we'll talk about it when we like get more into it but there are definitely specific tactics Dumbledore is doing in here in the way he's like quote handling Harry unquote or communicating with Harry Mm -hmm. yeah Um, it like if oh I just thought of another or like Dumbledore's last lesson it it feels like that too Mm, yeah it definitely feels like that like he's he's pretty much saying Harry this is this is uh what you're gonna have to face without me and so you Mm -hmm. need to be ready right so that being said shall we sum up these chapters in a five seven five let's do it do you want to same order what? Oh, same order. Yeah. I heard same murder. So and Joey was talking about like something dark earlier. I was just like, what? Um okay. I guess we'll we'll do same order. <laughs> okay. We could do reverse order. Shake it up. Shake it Whoa. up. Yeah, go first, Joey. All right. Okay. All right. A cave of horrors. I'm not worried. I'm with you. Tom's treasure awaits. Oh, so good. Wow, really good. Loved that I'm not worried with I'm with you. I was very I was very proud that I could get them to seven syllables. I mean, truly. Um my haiku is into the darkness, death and nightmares wait at rest to claim. Oh, their last breath. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Mm. I can't read my handwriting. Um, <clears throat> old magic to enter. Death surrounds to head center. Harry cares for mentor. Mentor. Ooh. We're talking about rhymes earlier, Joey, and I'm not mentor. sure if that fully right. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to say it with an English accent. Mentor. 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 It's you have to you have to go north or some you have to go somewhere <laughs> else, but you get it. We well, get it. Also, well, don't count the syllables too closely. I think it was one over. That's fine. It's fine. Molly! What was your, what was your second line there? Uh, I, there was something that, that sparked something. Death surrounds to head center. No, wait, wait, wait. Can you say the whole thing again? Because there's <laughs> old magic to enter. Old death. magic to enter. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was. Yeah, th- that's really cool. I, I really like that because that was actually that's actually one of my notes that like the the soft old magic is very is very prevalent in this chapter. Yeah, I'm obsessed with all of it. Same, I'm really obsessed with this kind of like expansion of the match of the magic in general. Mm-hmm. I was also saying to Joey before we got on recording um, that this is like. Uh, a heavy like senses episode or chapter for me like just down to this like first paragraph like I can it's like attacking all five of my senses like I can smell like where they are like I can hear it I can like feel it like it just like really well describes exactly where they are it's like them at the mm-hmm. uh, yeah. precipice of getting into the cave with like the water and the salt air and all that stuff oh yeah for sure I I, I think you're exactly right I can smell the salt in the air. I can almost Mm. taste it. Like I can hear the waves. I can feel the coolness of the like wind on, you know, at the, the opening of the cave. And then 
Like from the very first sentence. Right, exactly. Harry could smell salt and hear rushing waves. A light, chilly breeze ruffled his hair as he looked out at moonlit sea and star-strewn sky. He was standing upon a high outcrop of dark rock, water foaming and churning below him. He glanced over his shoulder. A towering cliff stood behind them, a sheer drop, black and faceless. A few large chunks of rock, such as the one upon which Harry and Dumbledore were standing, looked as though they had broken away from the cliff face at some point in the past. It was a bleak, harsh view, the sea and the rock unrelieved by any tree or sweep of grass or sand. No, that it's very, very clear. And I think they capture that mood well in the movie. Like, I think that, like, I mean, it's so descriptive in the book. They really just had to cut and paste it. But, um, yeah, I, I think the movie does a good job of capturing that. I think they kind of, they do a less good job of capturing the like old magic and the almost like sacred, sacred or um, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, sacred or um, special nature of everything that happens with the stone. Like I don't get that from the mo- movie the same way it like hits you in the book, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it and feels it- faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yeah I think they I, I agree I think they did that really well in the movie and I think what it, it captures is um for me it's less sacred and actually uh, like the opposite just like demonic almost like you're like you're in a place that is old and pure evil yeah like, it's old cold um it, it's it, it's it's just penetrating darkness just in a, a place that you would never want to be in your entire life. Yes, I guess what I mean, that, that's why sacred's not really the right word. I guess what I mean is that we're so used to seeing like magic with a wand and specific spells, like which feels to me like modern magic. And this feels like to me something that like, I know it doesn't work like this, but something that someone might have like, put runes in the ground to create like it's magic it's like pure it's like pure pure. yeah it's magic from the core of magic and that might be and it's being used for evil purposes Mm -hmm. yeah and so like i actually had a note about this so this was uh so uh, you guys know the term like hard hard magic versus soft magic systems no so like there's this and, and i just i just learned about this recently um that they're in fantasy in in fantasy there's uh there's hard magic systems and soft magic systems hard magic systems are ones where there are specific rules like you have a wand you say an incantation you think about a certain thing and magic come and magic comes out of the wand mm-hmm. that's hard that's, there are specific rules you follow those rules and if you don't follow those rules magic doesn't happen right but, but then there's soft magic system in which case in it's soft magic systems are you just you you sort of lay it's it's like um it's like the jedi it's it's the force mm-hmm. it's you uh it does it does pretty much whatever it need magic the magic does whatever it needs to do in the moment because the the wizard said because the wizard said so right. and, and it's not and now there's now there's uh, like there are strengths and benefits to either kind of magic but 
Harry Potter tends to be more on the hard magic system side. And this is, and this is more on the soft magic system where it's, it's similar to like love, love is what protected Harry. Uh, 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 Lily's love is what protected Harry from Voldemort. That was a very soft, soft magic system aspect. And this is, and this is an extension of that. And to me, and I love what JK Rowling or, or, or she, she, who, she, must not be she named. who must not be named did with this. And, and she and she took the soft magic aspects and made that just old magic and just this is this is a this is a deeper kind of magic and it can either be very and, and like you said Alex it can either be very wondrous or very scary because this is like this is this is stuff that you can't control it just is the essence of magic it's like and the I, wand magic too like the whole exchanging of power through like the wand, even though that's, it's kind of probably on the edge of hard magic, but like the his whole conversation with Ollivander, it's like mm-hmm. very deep, like it's on such yeah. a- Well, the way you just explained it made me think that perhaps the technically Harry Potter is a soft magic universe and their history of wizardry is that they've taken the core of their magic which is a very soft magic and they've made it hard magic they, they've used they've taken a conduit and mm. they've tried to um control it control their magic they've put it in a wand they've given themselves spells to control their magic because yeah. it's not as like base and unrestrained because i think the the unintentional magic of like young Mm -hmm. wizards like when they're kids like with harry like regrowing his hair or like making the Mm -hmm. glass disappear that's also very soft magic too where it just like he needed something and it came to be and it and it happened so um which is what i like about this chapter is that we know this cave, if like magic has memory, like Dumbledore says, this mm-hmm. cave has a lot of memory of that unrestrained child magic of Voldemort with yeah. it, like that memory of that magic too. So it, it's it got imprints of a lot of different things in this cave. So I think it's just very cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, and I think it's a testament. It sort of gives the impression because I, I think I think you're absolutely right, Alex. That the that uh, uh, about about like like wands are just a way to channel that very soft magic system, and but it's just but it's saying that somebody like Dumbledore who doesn't need a wand in order to sense the magic, it, he can mm-hmm. he can run his hands along the walls and and just and know where to and know where to uh, uh, where to enter. Yeah. That's a that's a sign of this expertise that he doesn't mm-hmm. need that conduit. He doesn't. He can tap in to that to that old that quote old magic. Yeah. And and I think I think the way the world is is built, the fact that's just that's just a really clever way to build the world that you can use the hard magic system. But if you can use the hard, if you can use the soft magic system, that means you're just really, really skilled. You're extremely skilled, yeah, for sure. I feel like they almost say it explicitly in like the tale of the three brothers, like how the death creates a wand, and that's, I mean, the way I've always interpreted that is like that's kind of the first wand is death creating huh. it. <clears throat> I mean that that might just be my interpretation, but no, I. I, I 
I never thought of it that way. Uh, I think that's I think that's a pretty cool way to think about it. Um, we'll have to like relook at it when we get the story. But <laughs> yes, that's like headcanon for me at least. Like that's oh, the first wand. Um, huh. Ooh, the most powerful wand is the first ever wand. Yeah, I I feel like there's a line in there where it's like, and then death like harnessed it in like and created a wand which like maybe like that means that there were other wands but it almost seemed like it was kind of novel to do that um like i'm going to give you this power to um defeat death basically by putting it in this like wand yeah and maybe it, it wasn't unbeatable it wasn't unbeatable because it was a stronger wand it was unbeatable because it was up the until only- it was because it was the only one and up until then people just used uh, used wandless magic that's interesting. Yeah, I'm excited. That's very interesting, about. especially since it's similar to the uh, the invisibility cloak, where it's like people tried to create other wands, people tried to create other invisibility cloaks, but there's only mm-hmm. one that is the best one, the that original, is impervious yeah. one, the original. Okay, oh, actually, that's I'm, really cool. <laughs> I'm gonna look up the tale right now because I think it's just fun to have that exact wording. So I'll be, I'll be right back. Get my book. Oh man, you got the, you got the OG. Well, yeah, I, I actually kind of want like the pretty version, the pretty one, but See, I don't need that. I think it's, I think it's cool just to have the, the, the first edition of it. Alex has the tale, the, the her copy of Tales of Beetle the Bard. So the oldest brother, who was combative man, asked for a wand more powerful than any in existence. Oh, oh so he's asking okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A wand that must always win duels for its owner. A oh, wand wow. worthy of a wizard who had conquered death. That may that so so I think it's it's still open to interpretation because that is it may not. Like that could be, you know how like uh, Grimm's fairy tales were translated over and over again, yeah. And and people could have just translated to to say they wanted he wanted a wand that was stronger than any other in existence. But the first, the very first version could have been he wanted he he wanted he just wanted a, a he weapon. wanted something that would make him the strongest wizard of all time exactly. and was provided a wand. Yeah, I love this headcanon for us, so I'm gonna accept that as fanon. <laughs> We've done it. We've said it here. Join us. <laughs> I'm kind of notorious for like thinking I read something and being like, well, that's how it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I like uh, fan theories. It's, that's, that's why I really like uh, Harry Potter for fan theories. I'm not, I, I've, I've, I've explained to this, uh, I've talked about, about this with Katie, that I'm not a huge fan of uh, people in a fandom saying, this is how it is. There's no other way to interpret it. If you don't, if you don't think this way, you're wrong. Um, which is kind of sorry, Alex. This is kind of why I don't like fanon. That's okay. Um, but I just, but I, but I like fan theories because it's like, oh, it could be this. Oh, it could be this. What if it was this? But I think the whole point of fanon is it's just fan theories that a lot of people believe in. So it's not saying oh, this fanon can't also mean that this other thing can't be fanon. It's just like, I think the word just means that like, it's a fan theory that a lot of people prescribe to. Like most common fan theory. Yeah. I guess. Or maybe that's my naive way of looking at it and it's actually more (laughs) policing 
but I choose not to think it is that way. <laughs> my fan theory is that it's not that way. <laughs> Your fan theory of, of fanon. My fan and fan theory is that it is not that way. <laughs> um. So, so are we? Are we gonna start start from the beginning? Back to the a very good place to start. Um, I really wish Daddy D wasn't so vague about these creatures, you know? Oh, you're, oh, well. I, oh, never mind. I was on the wrong page of my notes. I was like, I have that note too, but not quite yet. Um, sorry. <laughs> Cross that out. Scratch <laughs> that last bit. Scratch that last. Um, can we talk about how powerful and terrifying Voldemort's untrained magic was. I just, I had that as my first note too. Is like, like he was able to slow down both himself and and apparently two other children down a freaking cliff when he was when he was less than ten. And he was doing it intentionally. So like mm-hmm. the only person, the only child we've ever seen doing like untrained magic is Harry, and he wasn't aware that he was in control of what was happening and it's so not voldemort, like and it's not like he was a he was in a wizarding family it's not right. like he yeah so voldemort like figured out this was something he could do and found a way to harness and control it enough that he like was able to do things to multiple children this is a man who's very in tune with his body <laughs> i mean you're talking about a child here <laughs> A child that is very <laughs> a little sociopathic child. I mean, just to be able to like recognize what's happening, like no. Harry didn't yeah. recognize what's happening. No, I, I see that as I see that as something that he's he he's it just is a testament to how powerful a wizard he was. For, forget the fact that he was using it for sociopathic reasons. If it, it just if you saw any, <laughs> well, but I'm saying he could have he he. The, I mean, he was using it. He was using it to torture other children, but but in and of itself, the ability to control uh, to control your magic to that mm. level at that age is a very. It, it seems, at least in this, the way that it's presented, as a very advanced skill, and it just oh, means definitely. He, it just meant he was just destined to be a very powerful wizard. I mean, Ollivander said it. Great. I was about to say. Yeah. I was just about to say, Molly. <laughs> what's that Ollivander quote? Um, I also feel like Dumbledore as a child, probably not maybe to the same degree, but like also probably was showing these like signs mm-hmm. of like really powerful magic. But he also like grew up in a wizarding family. Like he knew that he, he was knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh. my last like kind of like funny or positive note, it's not even that funny for this chapter, maybe for the whole book is, um, <laughs> This like swan dive that Dumbledore yes. into the water and he then never it's just ceases to stroke. surprise. Fresh wow. stroke, Inc- incredible. I'm it's- also miming it all out for the listeners. <laughs> You're not yeah. even doing. That's not even breaststroke. I thought it was like it was both hands at the same time. Well, oh right, it's this. You're doing right. freestyle. No, that's the butterfly. I thought that's breaststroke. No, butterfly, butterfly is overhand. Oh, like this. No, no, that's the breaststroke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Butterfly is this one, right? Yeah, that's it's very strenuous for the butterfly. Yeah, I don't like the butterfly. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> just 
I mean. I'm a I'm a freestyle girl. <laughs> That's what I was doing originally, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just think that was a really funny thing to add into this chapter. What, what was the oh, What yeah. was the exact What was the exact uh, phrase? A flawless breaststroke or something like that. Um, and with the sudden agility of a much younger man, Dumbledore slid from the boulder, landed in the sea, and began to swim with a perfect breaststroke towards the dark slit in the rock face. Hey, His that's that's impressive for someone who's gay. <laughs> I don't know, swimmers. <laughs> and then he has this. I said his he's elegance. He's grace. He's a uh, headmaster. Oh, I don't know. Uh, he's elegance. He's grace. He is Mister Scotland. Okay. Um, he's just, he, just, like, he just never ceases to surprise me. That I think that I think that was the the point of this is that he's Dumbledore. He's Dumbledore through and through. You think you know what you're going to expect with him, but you never do. You ne- never. <clears throat> but the really I, elegant part is like him coming out of the water, silver hair and dark robes gleaming. I was like, that's a gay man walking out. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. (laughs) Um, um, And then when we get to the cave, I love seeing Dumbledore being able to use magic like this. Just, we were talking about it earlier already. Like, I just love how in tune he is with that magic and you know, this chapter and the chapter where he's going against Voldemort in five is like, we get to see Dumbledore be the most powerful we ever get to see him. And so it's, yeah. it's And yeah, I I, I totally agree with that. Uh, It's it's so like um, in, at the end of five, I I, I, am saying this now because I forgot to write it down and trying to remember what I was thinking. At the end of five, it was Dumbledore's skill and his power against Voldemort's skill and power. And then this time, it's sort of like a battle of wits. That's a really good between point. Between the yeah. two. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Like, who is the cleverer wizard versus who is the stronger wizard? And guess what? Both times, it's Dumbledore. Dumbledore. You suck, Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort sucks. All right, <laughs> your turn, Molly. <laughs> Voldemort sucks. Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, I meant to say a note. I just felt weird. <laughs> I kept leading them. Where I, Joey, did you have? I didn't know if you we had. Uh, my next note. My next note is actually in on page five sixty four. So I got. Okay. My, I think yeah. we already covered this. I had like I just love all of the. Um, complicated and and old magic. Um, yeah. I, oh, I did have a question. I guess for the group, um, why are none of the other Horcruxes like this heavily guarded? It seems, but then I, I also have that exact same question. My guess is that this is for Slytherin's locket, which is maybe his most prized possession. Mm. That was the only thing I could think of, but I think that's a really good. A really good thought. That it, I agree. And this, this might be the first one he ever hid. Yeah. So with yeah. that in mind, it's sort of like, you know, your first baby. 
like you really give it the full treatment and then in the other ones you're like oh my god that was a lot of work they, yeah. they'll they'll figure it out <laughs> it won't kill them whatever they ate on the floor yeah yeah also it, it could it it could be that like he he was sort of using this one as sort of like a last ditch sort of like a if for some crazy reason somebody finds my other horcruxes this one this one will never be found and if they do find it they will never get it right like right. i get why the hogwarts one isn't well protected because it was like a lot that really was like oh i better just quickly hide this mm-hmm. yes but to be fair he thought he thought and pompously so that he that uh that he was the only one who had found all the yeah hogwarts. so room of requirement is like I think a good one because you would never think you would never think of it if you didn't know what the room of requirement was. He's yeah, it's mm-hmm. another one of those things where he just doesn't think people are as smart as him. You're exactly right. And, and I, I think his I think his laziest one is like just tossing it in Bellatrix's vault. What you doing, Voldemort? Oh, his laziest one is giving his diary to Lucius. Yeah, that one's <laughs> that one's yeah, that's pretty bad. But he I also just, had other it. plans for that one. Yeah, he wanted to use it as the diary. Yeah, he wanted to use. He, you're right. His, he did want to use it as like a extra. weapon. Yeah, he did, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, that was disposable. <laughs> but it was his first one. That was the first one he ever made. What? So I know that he's had the diary for a long time, but I didn't realize like he put the Horcrux in it so early. I thought that was happened maybe later. Well, it it had his 16 year old self, so I would assume that he split his soul when he was 16 years old. Oh, oh, interesting. I thought that's just because that was like the entries were of his 16-year-old self. Mm-mm. No, I, I thought I always interpreted it as like that this makes is a lot of sense. Soul. I have never thought of it. Yeah, we really? just like talked that. about the diary a little bit. I think in the last chapter, the chapter before Horcruxes. Um mm. and we did talk a lot about like the how it worked being a Horcrux, but we didn't even think about that. Um, but that's we, how I've always interpreted it. But what are the deaths that go with each diary? Moaning well, Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle, you think, is the I think that's I think that's canon too. Oh, that I thought canon? that the first one was um his dad. Dad. That's what I thought too. I but do I not. don't know. In which if case he... it would be the ring. I think Tom Riddle goes with the ring. Because he took it from Marvel or um from Morpheus or Morpheus. Morphin. Morphin. <laughs> and then went to see Tom Riddle. But see, I didn't know, like, does it have to be like at the moment of death that he decides to make it a Horcrux? It, it, I don't know. Uh, cause it's, it, cause it's like, it, there's so many, there's so much ambiguity of how to make a Horcrux. Right. Because um, he has the conversation with Slughorn after he kills his dad. After he kills his dad. Yeah, because he's wearing the ring. Or not after he kills his dad, after he kills his his uh his half brother. He doesn't actually his uncle, kill his Morphin. Uncle. He doesn't kill Morphin. He just takes it from him and then kills Tom Riddle Sr. and his parents. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I I made the same mistake when we were talking about it, but then I remember that where Alex reminded me that Morphin tells Dumbledore the memory. Sorry, I'm this not was... like ignoring you guys. I'm really trying to think. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, just trying I'm, re- I'm just retelling Joey what we just talked about because we just yeah. had this 
um, oh. similar conversation, but um, here I'm 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 looking this up because I, I think there's yeah. like a. Uh, you can totally be right. By the way, I am not confident in this. I just and maybe this just makes me sound dumb. Genuinely, never thought about that before. <laughs> oh man, I. Like I, I had like this whole like, thing because I had always assumed about we just. I kind of thought the Moni Myrtle thing happened earlier, and then he decided to do this Horcrux thing, and that's when he like went and found Morphin and all that stuff. But I don't really know that because the, because because Mo, Moaning Myrtle dies from the Basilisk from guy? the Basilisk, not from Voldemort. Okay. So I don't know if oh, what does it say. So thought um diary of tom the diary of tom riddle was the first was the first one um so this is this is not like a this is not like a, a harry potter wiki this is on a this is on a um a like fan, a fan site. site yeah yeah so but it says the first one was diary of tom riddle circa uh september 1943 following the death of uh following the death of moaning merle in may 1943 so he was so it i don't According to this, according to the timeline here, it doesn't have to be the exact, like the exact moment of death mm-hmm. you create. I think just the murder itself is what splits your soul, and then you harness, and then you harness that split. Gotcha. And because the the old man, he's in Nagini, or he's because of Nagini, and Nagini technically kills. No, he doesn't. No, she doesn't. Never mind. No. Scratch well, that. Scratch that last. But it he the old man is the Nagini death, but I it, Voldemort does it. Yeah, the old Nagini's claim to fame is Snape, I think. <laughs> oh, killing Snape, but then that doesn't make a horcrux. No, but it does, but it does try to claim that it takes the uh it changes the wand mastery. But I don't think that it would do that. So either Voldemort's dumb or she who must not be named just wanted the drama of the snake killing him. But for similar reasons that it's hard for me to buy, I actually buy more the Basilisk killing Myrtle being something that could split your soul because... Voldemort is ordering it to kill Muggleborns. Yeah. Like that is a premeditated murder. Like you're controlling it. However, Nagini, I like I don't I don't believe wand magic works that way. But maybe it's because part of Voldemort's soul is in Nagini that it works. But it doesn't matter anyway because Snape doesn't have control. Right, because it's wrong. But I don't think if, even if Snape had control that it would work. Like if I were Voldemort. I would not be leaving it up to chance. That's pretty risky. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like his whole plan hinges on it. (laughs) But then like, where would that wand, it has to go to somebody. So I guess it would go to Baltimore because like Nagini's not going to have power of the wand. I think Voldemort right. really understands it that much anyway that well anyway yeah, yeah he just doesn't get it he's a dummy that's what we figured out <laughs> anyway I think that I think that's the moral of the story is Voldemort is a dummy correct <laughs> um but but I did think of something with the creation of the horcruxes if he had already created his first horcrux with the diary by the time he talked to um to Slughorn, Slughorn 
he was not asking about how to create horcruxes. He was asking about creating multiple. Yeah, his yeah, his whole thing was always that he was figuring out: can I make more than one? Right. Exactly. And Voldemort so really he, said, "I got my first tattoo, and now I just have to keep on getting them. I've got an itch. I got exactly. a horcrux itch." Oh my God, no! <laughs> so I, I've read. A, I, so I've 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 found like fan theories of how horcruxes are made, and they are not pretty. And and so having an itch for that is no. Well, you know, I just assume that his dad probably would have been one of the horcruxes. But I guess if you're saying like you can delay it, then it still could have been. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what he did immediately after talking to Slughorn. <laughs> well, like he has, like he has the ring, and he's sort of like, I, and he's sort of like he gets the ring, he kills his father, and he's like, "This is important to me. This ring is important to me. Can I make another Horcrux?" Yeah, mm. but that's also like crazy that he I was wasted it on the diary. Can I make another one? I'm sorry. I don't have to keep doing these voices for young Voldemort. They're just funny. Really good. (laughs) A little higher pitch. I think he's kind of known for a high pitch voice. No. I'm planning my horcruxes. I just like, I just want him to have like a teenage dweeb voice. (laughs) This is my. He's supposed to be, he's supposed to be very popular and good looking. And then he, and then when he's younger though. Yeah, correct. It's not an accurate voice by any means. Just but but for like the flavor text, I just love him being like, "I hate my dad. I wish I had made my dad a Horcrux." Is this is this the is this Fanon? Uh, No, this is. um, (laughs) I don't think there's enough people behind me to really uh, get it. Uh, Get it, listeners. Let us get it to Fanon level. (laughs) This is just me sitting at home doing a crazy voice for Voldemort casual <laughs> yep uh so sort of getting us back on track um and sort of in line with this um so Voldemort like Dumbledore it loves to point out Voldemort's mistakes and his and his shortcomings yeah but but I honestly think that um that a lot of the mistakes Vol- that Dumbledore points out of Voldemort were actually things that he uh, made mistakes about uh, in his past. So, uh, so like this was especially evident when they were getting in the boat, and and Dumbledore said uh, he doesn't think he wouldn't think that the magic of a child is that important um, to actually count. And and I, I can totally imagine uh, like a twenty year old Dumbledore plotting with Grindelwald saying only a full thinking thinking that along those exact lines yeah honestly probably for a long time probably till he met harry like i don't know if another student or Voldemort, like another student had to really like change dumbledore's mind to like recognize that these young people have so much power in them Um, i don't know though if there is really textual evidence to support that he didn't respect the magic of young people i actually think it might have been the opposite because when Grindelwald and Dumbledore were planning their big, uh, their big world fixing mission for the greater good, it was a lot like a young people's movement. Like they were both young wizards that were like, we know better. We're gonna change. Yeah, but the they're world. like they're like Voldemort, where it's like we were really powerful. For the kids. exceptional, they're yeah. arrogant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. 
these other doge can't keep up with us <laughs> no and that and that and that actually ties in with another with another uh note of mine this is actually like a like an overarching kind of note is that this this entire chapter is sort of the culmination of dumbledore's character arc mm-hmm. so like his uh from from a man who just cares more about himself saying i'm the smartest person in the in any room i'm in I know the plan and therefore I'm the most important one in the room because only I can fix the things that I see wrong to a man who cares less about knowing what the plan is and, and being able to execute the plan and, and more of somebody who is cares about the humanity cares, realizes that. Yeah, Harry's life over his, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's a beautiful way to put that, Joey. And I think what's so great about the way she who must not be named sets it up is that you think that you know the whole Dumbledore story by this point. Like you think it ends here, and it does. But what you are missing is the beginning of the story. How he got here. You missed the beginning of the arc. So, so now you, you have see, to go yeah. back in seven and then you don't see the full picture until you honestly reread or you think back on it, which I love stories mm. that do that. I love yeah. when you get to go back and think about the journey to get there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean- no, and you know it, my mistakes with Snape in the past, but that's one of the reasons why I like that character so much because it's a lot of that where you get to go back to certain moments and be like, that. "Oh, that's what that meant." Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's 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 really cool because in retrospect, you realize that Harry allowed him to complete his arc because yeah. it, it, because it, in the at the end of the last at the end of the last book in the fifth book, he's like, like the 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 flaw in his, the the quote flaw in his plan is that he came to care for harry and by the end of this book he realized that that wasn't a flaw that was the strength yeah and the, the that his harry harry teaching him the capacity for compassion and love being more powerful than intelligence and he knows that now but even even in book 1 he didn't know that yeah, like Dumbledore like was saying it, but now he like really understands. He's internalized yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do really wish, as Alex started to say earlier, that he was kind of explaining more about what's happening, like commenting more on this journey. Same. Because this is his last lesson. And I'm like, mm. I need a little bit more Dumbledore. Like, how did you know where the boat was? What are you sensing for? Like, I need to know all of this. Like Harry's like, oh my gosh, I like, I think I see something back in this water. And Dumbledore's like, you sure do. And Harry's like, I wish you would tell me. <laughs> I don't know though. I think it's I think it's less this this journey is less about um like learning how to how to do advanced magic and more about how to handle like a, a very a, a very uh what's 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 the word uh not strenuous oh my gosh this is gonna kill me um it's a very trying situation something that you don't think you're going to be able to get through you don't think you don't think you're going to be able to survive because i think this this in particular is something that is uh, as as much as harry has been through this is above and beyond this is this he has just leveled up and he needs and he needs a tutorial 
and and this is and this is his tutorial not and so this is not Dumbledore teaching Harry how to access old magic how to sense when Voldemort is um how to sense Voldemort's magic it's it's to it's to teach him how to confront something as evil as a horcrux Oh, I totally agree. I'm just saying when Harry was like, what's basically, what's an inferee instead of Dumbledore being like, ah, and changing the subject, <laughs> he, Dumbledore could have been like, oh, those are um, basically like imprints of dead bodies. Don't touch the water because they'll jump out at you. However, I understand why Dumbledore literally can't do that because part of what makes this chapter so spooky is the denial of that information so harry seeing those spooky creatures coming out of the water and dumbledore like kind of not telling you who they are that suspense that not knowing creates a lot of the horror and then it becomes clearer and clearer and it's just oof, oof. oh god it's it's bone chilling to what you were saying, Joey, it's also, and I think we've said this before, Alex, like it's also reteaching or um, kind of emphasizing to like trust Harry's intuition. And like, that's mm-hmm. really like your most powerful, like using like your soft magic essentially. And by like showing and showing instead of telling, I guess, is like his yeah. Dumbledore's way of teaching anyway. Yeah. Uh, one thing, one thing I, I, I wanted to, to note um, is that, Harry legitimately thinks he might die here um, at one point. Like he says, he wished he had said a proper goodbye to Ron, Hermione, and Ginny. Yeah. Like he, like he, and this is, and this is different than any other time he thought he was going to die because it was, because this was like an active threat. This is something that like Voldemort is here. He doesn't have a chance to say, to, to wish he had said goodbye to people. This is sort of like, I, I'm looking. I, I'm I'm looking at the inferi in the water. I, I'm seeing that this is this is something that is I've never faced before. Literally though, facing death. Yeah. He's literally facing death, and he yeah. and he has that time to stew and just contemplate it. And I'm just the entire time, I'm just thinking, poor Harry. Yeah, it's really practice for what he has to do in the in the, oh, in yeah. seven because it's like. I'm going into this knowing that I might not come back. But then he, at that point, he doesn't, he on purpose doesn't say goodbye. Right. So uh. it's, it's, I, I think you're very clever to point that out. The, the juxtaposition of these two, these mm-hmm. two scenes. Um, uh, but, I mean, you, you, you pointed yeah, out the juxtaposition. Alex, yeah. you were very clever to point out the juxtaposition. Well, but you, but I got it from what Joey said yeah. about. Well, the, I was pointing out the juxtaposition between this scene and previous scenes where he's faced up. You, you're the one who pointed out in oh. the seventh book. It was yeah. a great teamwork. Yeah. Good effort by all. Cheers. Wow, we can have conversations, guys. Conversations. <laughs> I kind of feel like dumbledore's scared a little bit because he doesn't know what they're going to be facing and not for him oh, yes. like, i don't think dumbledore's scared for him but he's like trying to keep cool for harry at least that that was my interpretation because there are moments where he's like being really quiet and is like i need to think like um i don't know i think this is the most scared i've ever seen dumbledore um maybe one other time he actually no. like, was scared i, I, I agree think- it's- yeah go ahead yeah uh, it's it, it's just the way he keeps insisting you need to do as I say exactly yeah. when exactly what I say when I say it and I think uh, as somebody who has been in that situation where 
I like you need to do what I say right now. Otherwise, otherwise you're going to be hurt. Um, it's uh, it, 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 that's a, that is, that is a, that is a, um, an indication of real fear for that, for Harry. For sure. Yeah. And I also think Dumbledore has an anxious pit in his stomach, right? Because there's, there's one layer of the base layer, which is I love Harry and I don't want him to be hurt and this could hurt him. And here I am electing to put him in harm's way. So there's that one base level. And then there's this next level of literally the world depends on this child's survival. And then there's one more layer that I think Dumbledore thinks he might not survive this. And he knows Harry is a hero. And so I mm. think he knows that if if Dumbledore knows that if he's dying, Harry's going to try and save him. And that might result in Harry's death too. Because in the last yeah. chapter one of the first things that Dumbledore says after um, you need to promise me that whatever I say, you're going to listen is if you see me hurt and I tell you to go, you have to go and leave me behind. So I think it's just terrifying to Dumbledore that he thinks that what might be Harry's undoing is Harry trying to save him. Sure. I agree. Which is a very fair thing to believe of Harry. Yeah. Like yeah. I would be anxious about that. I would be like, Harry, <laughs> you better go. But also, I wouldn't want to, like, I don't want to leave, I wouldn't want to leave Dumbledore behind. No, I mean, I, obviously. You know, like, I like, think oh, yeah. Normal. Like, I don't even think I have as big of a hero complex as Harry, and if you're watching someone you care about die in front of you, you're not going to be like, all right, see you later, I'm going to have a bagel now. <laughs> I mean, how could he even, no, I'd have how some could Harry cake. even live with himself if he did that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, it's true. I, I mean, that's. I think that's not just. A, you're right. It's not just a hairy thing. It's no. a. It's a human thing. Yeah. Um, Are you guys at the potion yet? Not quite. I'm. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, so, the boat itself suggests that the creatures would have attacked Voldemort as well, which I find very interesting. But Dumbledore specifically says that as soon as the creatures realize that he that they are not Voldemort, that's when they will attack. Right, but I'm so then why can't Voldemort just go across? Because he doesn't want to swim. That's, that's well, it. One, but he could. I feel like he could have just conjured a boat or something. I feel like he left someone a. No, no, you make you make a good. Well, I don't know. There may have been like some kind of magic that only a like like so, like somebody couldn't conjure about the same way somebody couldn't just touch the potion yeah okay i, I mean, that, think that they're only gonna attack if they think that it's being stolen and don't voldemort wouldn't be like stealing it and he controls the inferi anyway yes i just i i had always been like okay voldemort's in complete control but the way they set up oh well like voldemort needs a way to get cr across without them attacking made it seem like i was like well they wouldn't attack him right because he's in control of them so i feel like even if he went in the water they could attack him that's what i'm saying i think voldemort has like a base level of control over them well like like are you saying like if he like if he touched the water but didn't like he didn't like dive in but he touched the water 
would they still attack him the same way they attacked them? I think they might. Yeah. But he, I, but you, but but he, but like you said, he has control of them. He created the inferior. They're doing his will. But like, I don't know how they work. I guess like how much they right because they're he they're created them and I to protect the Horcrux. Like so, it's like two different. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's like a guard dog where it's like okay, you are master and you have commands to shut them off. Or if it's like a self-setting timer that you've put a spell on and it's going to go off no matter who steps on it, but you know which uh, place is not to step, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I always saw Inferi as sort of like enchanting an object, just a human-shaped object. And so when you when you enchant an object, it's I think it's I think it's more like I think it's more like you have you have the command, you know the command to stop them. Like, okay. like, like um uh in in the seventh book when they when they go to Grimmauld Place and uh and Mad Eye Moody had like the the Dumbledore ghost to go to go up and mm-hmm. uh to go up and attack Snape. Um Remus knows that the command to stop that ghost is to say, I am not the one who killed you. Right. And and so this would and so for me, an inferior would be the same way. It's like attack anybody who goes into this water, but I'm the one who knows how to stop them if they try to attack me. Yeah. And I think he wants the boat because he, like Dumbledore says, like he's afraid of the inferior, even though he does control them. Like Voldemort's scared of the people he killed. Yeah. I had that note. It's like for someone for someone who fears death, Voldemort you you utilize the dead quite a bit. It, it, it's it. Because he um, assumes everyone has the same fear as him, I think. Yeah, yeah, but, he's but like, why? I am, I am all powerful. I am imperious. I am Im- impervious. I am immortal. So if I'm afraid of something, then everyone must. And then it must be the worst thing. To- yeah. So, it, it, so is he sort of like like reclaiming death by using dead people to? I think he's like, this is the worst thing that could happen to somebody. So I'm going to inflict it upon you. Like I'm yeah. turning it into like a weapon. Batman. Not quite, he's not quite Batman. I, I don't think he hasn't like, I mean, I don't want to compare Voldemort to Batman. That's that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I love Dumbledore's latest burn, even though it was unintentional. <laughs> Harry, you're just like, <clears throat> low-key just like not powerful enough to be detected so don't worry about it <laughs> i but then he covers himself by saying Voldemort's mistake no i know i just think it's funny i like his <laughs> inclusion though because it's like so important for the um regular staff and creature so yes I yes because yeah. harry remembers it and and by that point he's like i know Voldemort, and i know he wouldn't think of a house elf as like mm-hmm. I don't know, I just like it. No, no, you're right. No, it definitely fits. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I just wanted to throw some like joyful, jokey notes in there, just to like cut the deep, the deep convo. I I was out after the breaststroke because <laughs> my next note is dark. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Let's I just when, when he sees the first dead body, I always think about Regulus, and I'm like. Regulus is in there, even if it's not him. Like, I just, I always think about it. Yeah, you've oh. said this to me before, and it just, it always makes me sad. Um, 
I was thinking it was the perfect spooky moment when he's like, "It is. It goes like back to the horror movie thing." I saw a hand in the water, oh, and then Dumbledore. It's like quiet. Like I can just see it being done in a horror movie. Like Harry's like, Professor. I think I saw a hand in the water. And then you're like, you go on an over the shoulder to point of view of the hand. Then you turn to Dumbledore turning to Harry. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> and then you scream. Oh my gosh. So it's, it's like, uh, it, he says, uh, they're drifting peacefully. Uh, there's nothing to fear from a, a body, Harry. Um, and then, it, it, uh, and he goes on to say, there's, it's nothing, there's nothing to fear here. And it's like, but one of them jumped. Yep. Valid. Valid. <laughs> Valid. Harry setting up the real things. Okay. Um. So the potion. Um, does, so... Um, I I have like a I have a hot take on the potion. So before we before does anybody have like anything leading up to that? I mean, um, I, I do. Question. Go ahead. Oh, go. Oh, you go. Mine is just a quote I like. <laughs> oh, mine is more like it might be like obvious, and like obviously it's like taking away from like the story. But couldn't he just like use the goblet and then like dump it out? <laughs> I don't think it would let him. I know, but I was just like, I think, yeah, I think really the liquid know? would go back into the. Yeah, but like, how would yeah. they really know? <laughs> Magic. <laughs> yeah, I have a similar question later about a separate point. I have that... this. I think I have the same note as well. <laughs> Why are I, we? Like... I think I also have the same note. Amazing, um, amazing. But what were you gonna say, Alex? Um, I just love the quote. It is the unknown that we fear when we look upon dark, um, when we look upon death and darkness, I think is a really mm. great yeah. quote. Although I'm still afraid of the dark at 26. So can't relate. <laughs> well, All right, it just means Doc. you're afraid of the unknown. Yeah. Dr. P. So I think that the potion is essence of Dementor. I had a similar well I didn't say that but I was like this is so similar to Dementors or like how is it different basically mm-hmm. ah, essence yeah. of Dementor yeah but that's really cool really because good. because as he's ringing this it seems like he I mean it, it's it's very heavily implied he's reliving his worst memories oh, and it's just my God. and it's like uh, and it's like 10 years in Azkaban in in five minutes or it's less. like a concentrate or something mm-hmm. That's I spent very 12 years of it. Mm-hmm. Well, in one sip. Do you think that there's a um a, an actual painful part of it, or is it just like the memories are painful, or do you think he's actually like physically in pain while drinking it? I don't think he's been physically in pain. I think this is I think just, it's a I mental think, terror. Yeah, I think he's I, I think he's 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 undergoing mental torture right now. Yeah. Um and, and, and uh so uh so there's there's a couple things about this scene um oh my gosh uh um so because this 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 particular scene was just like um it it, oh my god dumbledore's voice it chilled in the audiobook yeah i was gonna say yeah me to the bone same 
I, we've never seen him this vulnerable it, and it it was like worse than I remembered like and I've listened to the books a lot and I was like I wasn't ready for like how awful it sounded it sounded bad I'm not I'm not gonna lie I mean for multiple reasons mostly because I I, I wrote these notes last night um I didn't uh, I didn't listen to this I, I actually just read it um but it, I, I just every time I listen to it, it is just a chilling. It, it's just it's well, chilling. It actually, in a dark way, reminds me of the way Jim Dale also reads Voldemort. Sometimes it had like that high pitchness mm. to it, in that like kind of mm-hmm. not. It wasn't sinister, but it, it did have this like kind of a higher pitch than normal. And I think Jim Dale obviously like there's similarities in his voices, but it was just very interesting for this moment. For it to remind me of that. Yeah. We'll put a clip in. Um, good for Harry for keeping going. Cause yeah. I mean, to watch someone go through like this mental anguish and this person that is almost godlike to you, like in terms yeah. of like you see them as um infallible. Infallible, right? And then you watch them become so small so quickly and say like i give up kill me kill me it's all my fault like with that with that being said uh the 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 phrase when dumbledore says kill me and then harry in order to get him to drink says Mm -hmm. this one will yeah and it just oh my god i just he's so brave i just i have so much love for harry here because Mm -hmm. he like is the definition of I put my head down and I made I made you a promise and I'm gonna keep it. Like this is just such a difficult thing to do and the tactics he uses to do it. I just mm-hmm. and on like a worse layer that I was thinking about was like this is really his like last real memory with Dumbledore. Like this is yeah. what he's gonna remember. I mean, yeah. obviously he doesn't just remember this, but like he also really can't share with anyone what happened because like that would almost be like a disservice to Dumbledore to be like, oh, well, this is what happened when we went to the cave. Like he kind of yeah. like, not, not to say he shouldn't be able to share it, but like it would be hard to explain to somebody what he like went through and like witnessed. And so I think yeah. he could definitely tell like Ron and Hermione and probably Ginny. Like I do think there are people, but he can't, yes, he can't like say it to the, but I feel like he, but he doesn't does be he? able to tell them like really what he saw of Dumbledore because I feel like he wouldn't even want to say like how vulnerable he saw. I don't Dumbledore. think they'd believe him. I don't I think they would. I think they would. Well, I don't think I don't, they would know. know. Like they would believe. He, I don't think they would think he was lying, but they wouldn't really understand it. Like Harry, you're you're exaggerating. Like I like this. Like I'm sure. I I'm, don't think they would, say that. they would say that. If Harry was like, I need to have like a heart to heart with you guys about my PTSD from watching. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, so what what I'm trying to get at is not 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 like they're like trying to minimize what he's saying. It's like they're saying this was clearly traumatic for you so you're probably remembering it worse than it actually was yeah. um that's that's I, what yeah. I, that's what i meant by exaggerating yeah um, i just they don't usually question like like the graveyard stuff like any of that like if they've never really questioned like what he's been through i guess they'll question on other stuff but it, but it's sort of like it, it's sort of like um when hermione in the in the fifth book when hermione um, just sort of touts what Harry has done, but she never actually gets what it was like to be there. 
Yeah, I don't um, think they would get like what it was. Yeah, Dumbledore, but I don't even know if they would even question it. I guess. But I'm just saying yeah. they still have this rosy. Like I don't think I don't think unless you were there and you right. witnessed Dumbledore mm-hmm. like this, you would ever you would ever you could ever imagine that. Dumbledore I agree. Would be in yeah. This kind of situation. I agree with that. Yeah, I guess. I guess maybe I take for granted that I've read and seen it so many times that for me, it's not hard to picture Dumbledore in this mm-hmm. situation because I'm used to, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm yeah. used but, to like seeing him I think here. This like, I'm, this I feel like I see the full arc of Dumbledore because I've been enlightened because I <laughs> have read, read the whole books. I've read the whole books and I've seen the movies many times so for me I'm like well duh that's just like a part of Voldemort I mean Dumbledore he's just like a human being like everybody else he has weaknesses but like I get what you're saying where like because they revere him on such mm-hmm. this level they've they've never even come close to seeing him like this so yeah, yeah it would be hard for them to picture and I think that swings back around to why this is such a chilling part of the of the chapter mm-hmm. is because we have never seen it's like it's like watching your parents cry when you're a kid. It's oh, one hundred it, it, it you this is somebody we thought was infallible. Somebody and somebody who throughout this entire chapter was infallible. He was he's the one who's led us through here, and suddenly he's just in this very not, not just vulnerable but almost violently almost violently vulnerable state that you that hair and i think this is the same and i think uh the writing does a great job of putting us in the same position as harry it's like he is no longer in charge he is and no he's longer literally feeding him like a baby like he says yeah. like that and he's talking to him like he's a baby. He's mm-hmm. like, it'll all be over soon. Like, yep, this will kill you. You know, like, this is the way you talk to, like, a young kid. I mean, hopefully you never say, you you never say this will kill you. No, but I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, no, I know like, exactly you're what you're saying. Like, you're like, oh, like, one more bite. Like, you can do it. Like, but that, that is, all... I would argue that makes it even scary. That, that, that just juxtaposition of I'm trying to feed you like a child. But the way I'm feeding yeah. you like a child is saying, don't worry, this will kill you. It will do what you want. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is. No, this. Like, ooh, this scene... will give you eyes that sparkle. You know, <laughs> that's mm. what my mom used to say to get me to eat my <laughs> carrots. She said they'd make my eyes sparkle. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That's a good lie because it does help your eyesight. It help your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, a lie, though, because I ate those carrots and I have terrible eyesight. I uh I have had (laughs) not in direct opposition but like I also feel like Harry because he's on this journey with Dumbledore I feel like part of him is also like reverting to childlike in some ways like we've seen him in other dangerous situations like I was thinking about the graveyard here and like he knows what to do like when like the pressure's on but he kind of like panics like and he should like I'm not saying this as a criticism to Harry but like he kind of forgets like the whole fire thing obviously and like I think he does an amazing job but I also feel like because Dumbledore is there he's like oh I'm with literally big daddy like I'm like I think when Harry's on his own he can bet he's like better in an in an emergency but he's almost like reverting to like student and child which makes sense but 
there is like this part of him where he's also like reverting just like the same way we see Dumbledore do that yeah and I think Mm. that's like human like normal yeah yeah, like when I'm with someone who's like an inferior you, you naturally like I feel like I take on, I'm like, okay, I will be, I'm in a learning space and I will take on that in this situation, my role is to not be the leader, but in another situation where like, I'm like head of box office or I'm in charge of a team or I'm a teacher teaching a class, then I become like, this is my get work done mode and my problem solving mode. And here I am the one that's the leader so I have to change it's like you're changing the view on thing things I also think Harry has just been through like something extremely traumatic and he's like I yeah, none of uh, it's a criticism short, to Harry. short-circuiting yeah. a little bit <laughs> more just an observation I don't know I feel I kind of feel like this was if we're if we're keeping the like the student the student teacher analogy it's sort of like if say you're learning how to drive and somebody has given you a list of instructions and said, follow this to a T and you will not crash. And then, and, and then says, okay, now go on the highway and come back. And this is your, and this is your first time driving. Uh, I feel like that is what is going on here with Harry. He is, he's being thrown into the deep end because he has no safety net because yeah. his safety net is the person he's this, his safety net is is completely incapacitated his safety net was supposed to be Dumbledore so then he has to like re in his head figure out like how do I switch roles right Mm -hmm. I also yeah I also think sometimes when he's by himself he's he's just worried about getting himself out of this but I think he was focused on like ah I have to save me and Dumbledore how do I get us both out of here because he was like like he would have avoided he would have avoided the water and figured out a way to get past there or even he might have been able to fight off the inferi if he wasn't worried about like well I have to make sure they don't get to Dumbledore too because even when he's doing this aguamenti thing which is basically where I'm at it's almost childlike he's like I'm trying like I I did it professor I like I had the water like it's like like, why didn't this boy say open your mouth and give him an aguamenti directly into his mouth yes that was my note yes I was so I'm so annoyed I think it every time I see it in the movie I think it every time I read it in the book I'm like just say open your mouth and do an augmenti directly to his mouth uh so I I I, yeah no that that mm -hmm. but but before we get too far uh past this I I just wanted to talk a little bit about what Dumbledore is seeing um oh yeah Dumbledore is experiencing because I'm like I'm pretty sure that at least at some point in this, he's seeing his fight with Grindelwald and his and the death of of uh, oh my, Ari, uh, Ariana. Ariana. Yeah, and it's where he says, "My fault, all my fault." Um, but um, there's this one part. It mm-hmm. says d- he says, "Don't hurt them, don't hurt them, please, please. It's my fault. Hurt me instead." What is he talking about? That's I'm, I have this note I too. I say who is the them? Who yeah, is who them? There are many ways we I it could Is he talking that. to Ariana or is he talking to Grindelwald? I think or he will I, I think he's talking to I don't think he's in a memory. I think it's more like 
see, I see what he's going through as like he's getting these images that he can't control and maybe they're morphing because they're getting worse every time, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it's starting out with him seeing exactly what happened with Ariana. Like that's base level, but he's probably pictured that many times. So I think it probably gets worse. Maybe more awful things are happening to her. Maybe he's seeing her in a hellscape trapped somewhere and different people, you know, and he's like, and this is his fault. And so whatever is like coming for them or something, them being potentially Aberforth and Ariana, potentially Grindelwald and Ariana. I don't know who the them is. That is my real cue or maybe or maybe it's just like an abstract of all the people who have gotten mm-hmm. hurt because of what he has done just yeah or it could be harry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that that's a good call because he's he's caused he's caused a lot of people to hurt both before and after grindelwald for the greater good and and i think that i think the weight of all that could have this could have been like the weight of all that just laying on him Potentially, you saying that just made me think it could be a world where he and Grindelwald were successful and now he's watching these muggles die. Don't Mm. hurt them. It's my fault. Like he literally sees himself become like this like genocidal leader. Or even not even that far off, but like what Joey's saying, like picturing all of the people that Grindelwald killed because he didn't act or he kind of let it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Woof. Like. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm glad I decided to pick a fun chapter. <laughs> no, I love this chapter because it's so deep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so, I, so getting back to, so fast forwarding back to the Aguamenti. Um, uh, so as the cup, just, just, I just remember uh, when I, when I was listening to this the, for the first time, like the the cup is not refilling and you know what he has to do and it's the one thing Dumbledore told him not to do in your entire in your head you're just going shit 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 we it's gonna happen and and you and like you can predict it and that 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 is it's just one other thing that just makes it such a good horror um a horror chapter Mm -hmm. is because you can predict exactly what's going to happen but you you don't want it to happen you dear god you do not want it to happen and, right. But then you're colliding towards it anyway. You know it's inevitable. Um, when he starts slashing at them and they don't bleed, also chills. Like so the when he does the Sectisempra and they mm-hmm. like they slash and they don't bleed, I was like, ugh, so creepy, such horror. But yeah, exactly. It, it, the horror aspect of this chapter is there. And we're just getting like, out of spooky season, so that's it's like, the worst. Yeah, you should spell. use this for uh, for October for, for like Halloween. a Halloween episode. Yeah, um, this is like Sextus Impera is the worst spell he knows, and it won't even help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be to be fair though, um, the the spell so Petrificus uh, Totalis or Totalis, I, I, n- I never know how to use that one, um, but that act that was pretty effective. Wasn't doing I, bad. it's like it's like we get on harry about only knowing simple spells but this one was actually effective so i'm shocked he didn't try expelliarmus but uh, (laughs) i don't think he needed to disarm those bodies i mean if they didn't have arms they couldn't drag him down stop (laughs) <laughs> you have to insert humor in some oh point my, in this. Uh, oh, I, I, I love it i only 
had like one more note. I kind of tailed off on my notes. I think after. Oh, I only have a couple more. Um. Yeah, I have. I have two like big notes, but that's about mm-hmm. it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You lead the way. Um. So what, what am I saying here? Um. So I just. Uh, I don't normally use this phrase, but you guys use it all the time. I said, Big Daddy D to the rescue! Yes, yes! he's a champion! That's my next This is a ringtone. Joey saying, Big Daddy D to the rescue! <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking that this is his, like, la- the last great act he performs is safe, and not just, and not just the fire itself, just the abstract act of saving a Harry from Voldemort's army of the dead. Yeah. That is that is Dumbledore's last great. And, uh, I would argue the Immobilis is um his last great. That's <laughs> mm, next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the fire. No, no. I oh, I'm not taking away this. It's just like power. And the movie really is like this is yes. Like he's like mm-hmm. he's in a Gryffindor halo of flame. Oh yeah, and even in his like such weakened state, because immediately afterwards, like even like even while he's still creating this whirlwind of fire, uh, Harry is noticing how weak and mm-hmm. and it's like this is this is this in and of itself is scary. That like um, that even when Dumbledore like this this took you get the sense that. We're not out of the woods, and even though Dumbledore's the one who got us in, Dumbledore is not the one getting us out. Right. Right. That that's a great yep. note, Joe. Yeah. And then. Uh, but uh, sorry. No, so, uh, you're good. So it, it it's just even in his weakened state, Dumbledore is still like he's still being trying to be a badass. Like he's he's makes this huge this big Ravenclaw mood of this protection was after all well designed. Yes, he's like respect. Uh, re- uh, credit where credit is due. Yeah, yeah. And then he still wants to cut his own arm. Classic. Uh, and that's the big Gryffindor mood. Such a martyr <laughs> in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, Harry. No. You are much, you're much more important. And Harry's like, no, I got it. This no, is- Harry's like, no, I got a bit of blood on my. You knee. made me in charge, so I'm in charge now. <laughs> yeah. What if, like, sorry, this is not important, but like, what if it was just like the, they just like Harry took a little bit of the blood from his knee and just like drew the like Simba. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about from the Lion King? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he just does. Simba. Simba. <laughs> Did Lion King would would Harry have watched Lion King? I don't know. Probably it was not. after, I think. That's after because yeah, Lion King came out in '94. Oh. Well, no. So, well, but not while he was like living with not him. while he was living with the Dursleys. Yeah. So probably not, unless he caught one one summer from Dudley watching it but I I, I have such doubts <laughs> I don't think I don't think Dudley is a I don't think man. teenage Dudley was like chilling out watching uh Lion King also were they as big of a deal in the UK I mean it is Elton John I mean it's Disney. I think Lion I think King is, is big everywhere yeah um 
my last big note was like this was such a false sense of everything's gonna be okay though because Dumbledore's like I'm we're okay because I'm with you Mm, but I don't like this was like a like like obviously there was that callback to the to Harry saying that in the last chapter right and and that and that I think at that point it's where Harry where we realized that Harry was there for this purpose to lead to lead not assist and it's where it's where we really get the sense of Harry wasn't Harry was never there um as an assistant to to Dumbledore he was there as uh, as somebody who was supposed to leave this adventure as the leader yeah yeah but I mean for the rest of the book like reading the end of this chapter I was like oh this was like the big thing that happened and now we're going back to Hogwarts where it's safe like I had no idea something worse was coming I guess or yes. not not necessarily worse as in it was like scarier but like Dumbledore dying was worse for me so. I think I felt like something had to come of this whole Malfoy thing so I was like when's that pin gonna drop but well we never know what we don't know what's going on at 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 Hogwarts but I think at this point I originally thought I still thought well no I believed Harry but I didn't this was just so much of a um this yeah was just, it just yeah. took all of my all of my attention that I didn't think. Oh yeah, there's still something going on. At yeah, I wasn't even thinking about. I definitely yeah. thought we were out of the woods. Yeah, the, the scariest woods. Like, or I like thought- even if Draco's up to something, like nothing's worse than what we just went through. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. or that it might be the plot of the seventh book. Like she, you know, like I, oh. I was, like mm-hmm. I, I remember being like, ah, we're free, but like. It was like we're gonna have a great debrief. Talk about what happened. A right, final like piece. she follows the, her formula. You have the climax, then you go back to Hogwarts, and you. And we went like, back to Hogwarts, and things all was not well. Maybe we'll destroy no. the Horcrux <laughs> together. Like we'll figure it out. No. Yeah. Nah. Not. Nope, but. Nope. But it. But I don't know. It's just. It's just that 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 line. It always. It 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 always gets me, because not not just not just a it's not just a oh we're calm it, it has that dual effect yes it calms us down saying it's going to be okay they're together they made it out but it, it this is just a pinnacle of Dumbledore's character arc saying that he knew Dumbledore took Harry uh, not just to teach him because but because he knew that whatever they faced they needed someone with heart they needed yeah. someone they needed he needed someone who cared, not just somebody who could know how to outwit Voldemort, which obviously yeah. that was Dumbledore's role, but he needed someone who who cared enough to get them through it. I mean, and he's saying like, I trust you to finish this job. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For exactly. sure. Uh-huh. This, is, this is him passing the torch saying, I am no longer the right person for the job. You are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had this thought also earlier and I waited, I was forgot to say it but this I like this chapter book ending with the Slughorn chapter at the beginning like them going off on their little journey to get Slughorn together oh wow yeah they do the they operate together and then this chapter really bookends it with like this book um, oh my god you're so you're so so right you are you are so and I just actually listened to that Potter watch episode 
Oh, wow. We love like, that Slughorn chapter. <laughs> it's a good chapter. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but yeah, that, I didn't think of that. That's that's actually I just thought really of it true, actually yeah. while we were talking. I was like, I need to remember to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Oof. Cool. Oh, man. Oof. Wow, we got so many feels. Deep. We got real deep today, guys. Oh, no, I love this. We I put on our so critical much. thinking skill hat. <laughs> We are in our feelings today, anyway. In our this is this is feelings hour with uh, with Alex, Molly, and Joey. Did anyone else have any <laughs> yep. other notes? Nope. Um, no, that was it for me. All right, all right, yeah. I didn't have a quiz question. I could come up with one. I don't have a I, quiz question. I had a quiz question. Ooh, give us a quiz question, Joe. I think in retrospect it was pretty obvious, but um. How many goblets of potion of po- quote potion did uh, did Dumbledore drink? That's what I was gonna say. It was forever. <laughs> it was either nine or ten. I know he says this is the ninth one, but then I think he goes back for one more. So I want to say ten. Final answer. Is it seven? It's eleven. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> he because yeah. It, the reason why I thought it was obvious because they keep telling they keep saying the, the number. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then he but I think they say 10 and then say one more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was I thought about it. I was like, if I ask when that'll be it. And then I was like, I don't know if I want to ask. <laughs> I also read this chapter like early in this week. Like I think I read it like on Mondays, which oh my God, that was actually not that early in this week. Oh my God. It's only was, two, it's only Wednesday. What year it, is it? It it <laughs> yesterday felt like two full days. <laughs> yesterday felt like hell. Um um so yeah other than that <laughs> uh should we do our rats and champs? Yeah. Hell yeah. Alex, um, <laughs> um, I broke the rules because we wrote the rules, so I'm allowed to break the rules. <laughs> um, instead of doing, I do this sometimes. This is not the first time I've done it. Instead of doing a rat and a champ, I uh, am doing two champs, and my two champs. Oh, who, are who would you do as your two champs? Um, well, one is Dumbledore, and the other one is. Um, <laughs> A pig. little, a little pig known legit. guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm kidding. The other one is Harry. <laughs> okay. See, that's see, that's really different than what I did. So I did my champs as Dumbledore and Harry. Oh, great! So you didn't <laughs> okay. have a rat? <laughs> no, I did have a rat. Oh, you did multiple mul- champs. <gasps> I did multiple. I did multiple. So the reason why I did split my champ between Dumbledore and Harry is because. This could not have been done with with one on right. their own. Right. They right. need you needed both of them there, and not just because you needed two people. You needed specifically Dumbledore and specifically their Harry. skill sets. Actually, that's not even true. You didn't need specifically them because you had you had Regulus and uh, and Creature that it could right. have been done with. So, that, so that kind of invalidates that. But you needed them both, not for the not specifically them, but you needed them both, and mm-hmm. so that's why I split it. And then my rat was Voldemort. Yes. Oh, my rat was the inferior. Oh, it's not that would have been fault. good. My, my one rat, my, what if I had to pick a rat, my rat would be that like side inferior. That one that I just didn't like more than the others. 
One really were got there, on my the, the one, one that, that the, got Harry's ankle. Not a fan of him. Oh, I thought it would have been the one that leapt out of the freaking water. That one had grace. <laughs> Elegance. Had it had grace. It's beauty. You grace. may not like him, Professor, but you have to admit that inference got, got style. Now I'm just imagining after it leaps out of the water, it's Harry and Dumbledore holding up number cards. Like <laughs> a ten. It's it's um actually that scene is cut. Um and after it we cut in uh Dumbledore's swan dive from earlier. <laughs> and that's also judged on the same scale. Perfect. Him versus Michael Phelps. <laughs> yes. This isn't about speed, it's about style. Um, I gave it 115 points, which has been like lower than what we've been giving it, but I didn't know what to give it. What, Alex? You're, you're making a it face. Way higher. That's low. I didn't For- need to do low, but I feel like we've been going so high. And I was like, Joey probably it's doesn't know we've been giving like 200 points. It's because it's good. We love the sixth book. Also, I know, but in I thought general, it was like the max. It is. It's like the technical max. Like I gave it 170 this chapter. Okay. So I guess comparatively, I gave it I gave it 120 because uh because it considering the 200 is the max, I gave it 120 because it, it is one of my favorite, my uh, one of my favorite chapters, but it's not like it gives me, especially on a reread, and I know what's coming next. It's not like it gives me like a sense of elation. Um but uh, but I guess in right. retro, but I guess on on your point scale, I would give this like a one a one seventy one eight. Yeah, uh, we just came off of a couple like really good discussion chapters, and this was also a great discussion chapter. But this was more action, and the other ones have been more like cerebral, cerebral. I guess. Yeah. And I think those are the ones I typically prefer more. Um, which I guess I, I gave it a little bit lower, but I don't actually, it, it's not like I didn't like this chapter. I've already know what my points are for next chapter. My favorite chapter in the book. Oh, that is not my favorite chapter in the book. I love it. I mean, it's obvious why I love it. Yeah. You get, you get Wait, so much Malfoy. Oh. Duh. I don't know if it's like the Malfoy we wanted. <laughs> no, it's not the Malfoy we wanted, but it's the Malfoy we deserve. I think it's, I think Another it's, Batman I think it gives the most insight into Draco. It's his, like, this one on, I also just separate from Draco, like, even when I read this and I wasn't obsessed with Draco Malfoy, because that came later in my life, but um, I love that chapter, I just love that conversation between him I like it for a lot of reasons too, but I I don't know if it's my favorite. I can't say. Uh, We'll see when I reread it, but Uh I know that I love it already. I some I have sometimes fan fiction Malfoy, I guess, in this chapter. Yes, truly. Um, I have the only two chapters I've read out of order in the entire series. Like I've just sat down and read that chapter alone. Is this next chapter and a Prince's Tale? Like, I'll just, if I, like, feel like reading that, I'll just sit down and read it. Interesting. <laughs> Alone. I can't say that I've done that. <laughs> I know, it's weird. No, I've never done that either. I mean, Mostly, with the exception of chapters for this show. To be fair, I think the prince, the, I read this next chapter alone if I need, like, inspiration for fan fiction or just, like, I feel like I need to get into the Draco Malfoy headspace. It's a good one for that. 
I probably would only read chapters from the first book like that, if mm-hmm. anything, because I'll put on the first book audiobook if I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. But that's also because I could probably recite the audiobook of like the first one. That's yeah, true. that's very true. Um, but I I had a couple of thoughts for a tattoo in this chapter. Ooh, okay. one is Dumbledore coming out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> Two was this one was actually sweet. Is like the two like a silhouette of them in the boat together of Harry and Dumbledore in the boat together, and then the last one is like I'm with you, obviously. Oh. As like a quote. I'm with you. Those were all my. I came up with a lot of tattoos for this. <laughs> yeah, um, I, we actually are very similar. Um, mine is the boat but with like the wand and the fire. So like they're in the oh, boat. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, um, That's nice. Uh, and then that quote that I liked. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which quote? The, um, the darkness. The, the, it is the unknown that we fear mm-hmm. when we look upon death and darkness. Cool. I, I, I Molly prepared me, so I actually have a tattoo Yes. That, that I would get so it's it, it it's along the same lines but I would actually but a little bit more abstract so it would be just like a ring of fire like around my arm nice. just just sort of like as a, and this and that would be like as a protection type oh uh, that's yeah. so good when well, you have tattoos don't you I do I, I well I have tattoo singular gotcha um Un but, tattoo because when I first said, I was like, I don't know if he, like, I was like, if you don't want to do a tattoo thing, it's like fine. But I forgot that you actually like have a tattoo. So do you guys not have any tattoos? No. Oh, I want them so bad. I this came out of us brainstorming Harry Potter tattoos. So we're like, we'll just do one for every chapter. <laughs> yeah, it just gives us, gives us thought bubbles. Although no. I, I'm pretty sure I have my Harry Potter one planned and I want to get it soon. I've what like, you, I've what are you planning? Rooted. Cause I, I have a Harry Potter one that I, that I want to do. So basically, um, I want to do um, a girl that like looks like Hermione and me combined. Either way, it's a silhouette. You don't like see her face or anything. She just has like a lot of curls and she's like wearing like a dress and she has her wand going up and mm. she's got like a book in one hand and her wand going up. And here I can sketch. No, like, no, no. I, 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 practice I, one that is, well. I don't want the birds oh, okay. because the birds don't come in a happy space. I actually just want like different spells from the book coming out of the wand and then on the bottom, like kind of like where her feet are. So if she's like, if her legs are like this, then underneath and like that under her, I want anything as possible if you have enough nerve. But that's a... But that's a Jenny it's a, quote. It's a Jenny quote. She's not having to be Hermione. I just like that quote, and I just want a cute little Harry Potter tattoo. Okay. That's cool. That's cute. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Mine um, is a mine is a bit more subtle. My, uh, yeah, mine is very. Well, we no, don't no, do no, subtle no. in this house. <laughs> well, mine is so the the stars in the corner. I just mm-hmm. want that very subtly, like on like on. Uh, like on the on the outside of my wrist not on the inside but on the outside just mm-hmm. so just so I can just look look down at it and to me to me those stars are always very comforting they're very nostalgic they they always trigger this nostalgic state of mind for me and so yeah. having 
having those stars that I can always just look down at my wrist and just be comforted by, I can be comforted by those, by those stars dealing with it, like the, bring myself back to a simpler time when I was just reading Harry Potter as a kid. That that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm thinking of. I like that. Too. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Ooh. Yeah. I love the little, the little stars. I think that's mm-hmm. cute. Where are you going to get them? Just, just like, like, on on, your, like oh, just, just, on right, the, just right here. Sorry. <laughs> like, and, and, and so the, uh, specifically, this is going to sound weird. The, in the anatomical snuff box, I'm sure if Tabitha, if Tabitha is listening to this, she'll, she'll know what I'm talking about. Tabs. Shout out to Tabs. <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a place um, I thought in your you thumb. were saying like a euphemism and I was like, is that a new euphemism, a snuff box? <laughs> no. So, so it, so for, if you're, if you're playing along at home, if you take your thumb and you, if you take your hand, make a fist and then stick your thumb up, just make a thumbs up. You'll mm-hmm. see a little indent at, uh, near the base of your thumb. It's where, uh, it's where, uh, I forget the names of the ligaments. Uh, it's been a couple of years since med school. Um, yeah. these ligaments form like a dip in the base of your, in mm-hmm. the base of your thumb, where, where your thumb meets your wrist. And that is called the anatom- anatomical snuff box because, uh, you could technically put snuff or, or, or the, 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 the tobacco that you snort in mm-hmm. that, in that little box and, 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 yeah. and snort it. Yeah. Um, gotcha. So, but, but Understood. that part, that part right there is just, I don't know why I want it. I want it to be specifically there. Um, but that's just where I've always planned on getting that tattoo. Yeah. I've thought about getting them on my, on my finger, you know, like how some people get like a, a reveal, mm. like it, it, you just, I've thought about getting like the three stars. Yeah. Palm tattoos, before. palm tattoos are, are, are a little bit more difficult. I don't think I'd ever get one of those. Cause it's just, it's harder because it's a different type of, uh, of skin of skin. Yeah. And they, and they fade, they, really, they fade really quickly, yeah. but mm-hmm. like, I just like the, I like the way they look like, I like having uh, the idea of having like a fun secret tattoo when you like yeah. put down your finger. It's just like <laughs> aesthetically, it's very pleasing to me. Imagine. I've thought about I've thought about getting like a wand there or like always mm. just like like a cute little one there. Yeah, I like that. I've seen um, I've seen stuff like that and it's really it's always really cool. I just think they're just fun. Secrets. I and I always have to find like really hidden places to get them because of acting. So yeah. like like that one I want to do down my side, the like the like girl with the wand I want to do down my side. Yeah. and um yeah yeah I'm, I'm actually kind of in the same boat that's why when that's why i like subtle tattoos mm-hmm. um because uh you know as a doctor you can't if you have these big flashy tattoos unfortunately it it, it reflects poorly on you right um, um even though the science behind tattoos is really cool and it's medically relevant and i'm not going to nerd out about it right now but it's <laughs> Um, but I, I love the science of tattoos. Should we wrap up? Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're doing, as Alex said, chapter 27 next week, the lightning struck tower. Yikes. Yeek. Yeek. So scary. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. And remember, science is magical. <laughs> Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum